and sometimes you're just better off not trying to make sense of things. Welcome back, lovers and friends. This week, I just wanted to tell some stories. It is now my seventh day of quarantine post-vaccination and, yes, still very much with COVID. Don't ask me how, but here we are. Alas, this is it. I would say if you've ever watched The O.C., one of my favorite scenes is when Summer goes through all the stages of grief and I was at somewhere around the bargaining stage earlier this week when I was on the phone with my dad. I was like, I would give anything to not be in this situation. Everybody's out enjoying Rufus soul at fucking Red Rocks and whatever it is that I've had to just like scroll through on Instagram and drive myself crazy this week watching and I'm like, everybody else is having the best time in their lives and now I'm here and it's like you're at this phase of the bargaining where like I would do anything to not be where I am and I was thinking of two times and I said this very very clearly um, out loud I was like I would rather fall down and scrape up my arm again I would rather have and you're going through this bargaining phase and when I was really thinking about it I was like but would you would you rather be in that position than where you are right now and so it made me think of two times that I fall down I fell down I folded down I fell down pretty pretty bad and how I kind of bounced back how I got back up I always say falling down is 1000% inevitable but staying down is a choice and so I just wanted to tell the story of two times in my life where I feel like I had massive fall downs massive kind of setbacks and how I more or less came back from them So the first one, I can't tell you how long I wrote this for in my journey. Journey. Jesus. The Freudian slips today. My journal. And I wrote it and wrote it and wrote it. And I wrote, I want to teach it a soul cycle pop-up. I get to this point and we all have this. We start to write down the goals and dreams and the things that we want to achieve, whether within our company or outside it or creating whatever. And for me, I felt like a huge achievement within Seoul was being picked to go teach at a pop-up. And so I'm actually blanking on what year it was. I want to say it was 2018. I was chosen to go to our Martha's Vineyard pop-up, which I thought was just like the coolest thing. So grateful. I felt just like, this is it. Like starting to move up. I feel like I'm getting forward progress in the company. I'm not just like this new little instructor that doesn't know anything. Like I felt like it was kind of a nod from the universe. Like you're going in the right direction. You're doing all the things. The hard work is paying off. And we're all, I'm all excited. I get there and you know, I'm like, okay, I'm staying in the house with all the managers and my friend Kelly and I at the time were like, all right, let's go. Let's take bikes that go somewhere. Let's take bikes that go somewhere and go on a ride. We were actually in hot pursuit of like summer bracelets. I know this sounds so silly, but summer bracelets, like, you know, the little ones that you get from little shops or whatever, and they're all summery. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You get them on like the Vineyard or Nantucket or wherever, wherever you travel to, Florida Key, literally any vacation you go on, you can find a quote unquote summer bracelet. They're like beaded or threaded or whatever. So we take these bikes that we rented and that's primarily how I was getting around on the island was an actual bike that goes somewhere. So we take these bikes, we go into town, it's great. I think we get like iced coffees or something and we had to get back to the house for dinner 
And I think maybe we're going to go out as a group that night, something like that. So we are driving back and we're in Edgartown. We're driving back. There's, you know, open road. We're just like sun is kind of low in the sky. It's very picturesque, very beautiful. I'm feeling very like just, oh gosh, this, everything is so great. Life is so great. I'm so grateful. Blah, blah. Everything is going according to plan. I feel so great. And as I'm driving my bike, we're going like, kind of, I wouldn't say pretty fast. I would say we're just like picking up speed downhill. And I hear this, and this giant bee pops me on the shoulder and I freak out on my bike and I try to reroute my bike. And so I I reroute it and I get, I kind of get, um, you know, I lose control and then I gain control and I go to put my sandal down on the curb and I'm wearing those white Fila slides that were super popular from SoulCycle a few years back. And I go to put my slide down and it flips up and I more or less, for lack of better words and to keep everybody's stomach straight, I pretty much just ripped my entire big toe toenail out, uh, clean out of my toe. And it's the kind of pain where I was killed over and Kelly was like, how are you? What's, are you okay? And I couldn't even breathe because it hurt so bad. And I'm like, yeah, 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 like I'm fine. You know, like I see a little blood. I'm like, whatever, whatever. We go back to the house and I actually start to realize how bad it is. And so Kelly looks at me and she's like, you know what? I think, I feel like we have to go to the hospital. So I'm like two days in to the biggest, what I feel like is the biggest achievement of my life to that point in a work environment. I'm like, oh my gosh, I got this wild opportunity and now we have to go to the hospital, da, 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 da. So we go to the hospital called the cottage on the vineyard and basically they like numb up my toe, they rip my toenail out, they bandage it all up and here I am sitting thinking to myself like how am I going to ride a bike when they bandage up my toe like I don't even know if I can get it in my soul cycle shoe, my spin shoe and of course I don't want to call my talent team and my programming and tell them what's going on because I'm just like, this is one of the biggest opportunities I've been given at this company to this point. There's no way I'm going home. Like I'm not sitting out. And so I just chose to ride through the pain for the remainder of that week. Just, just taking that toe and shoving it in a cycling shoe and literally every revolve of the pedal hurt for the rest of the week. This will be one of the weeks that I will never forget in my life because I made the choice to stay more or less, not to pull from Brene Brown, but to stay in the arena. I was like, I am not going to let this injury, even though it was, I would say on a pain scale, pretty, pretty damn bad. I was not going to let this take away something that I worked, I felt like I worked so hard for to get the opportunity to go teach somewhere beyond Boston and get to be in front of and inspire a larger crowd than the one that I had previously been pulling from. And so I made the conscious choice to stick it out that week. And even though it was extremely, extremely hard, I think that what I learned from this is that definitely you can do anything you put your mind to. And the second lesson I learned was never, ever, under any circumstance, ride 
a bicycle, a bicycle that goes somewhere with sandals on. Every time I see someone riding a bicycle with sandals on, and you know, we've all heard it. I could hear my mom's voice in my head be like, make sure you're riding in sneakers, Madison. Don't ride your bike in sandals. Don't ride your bike in sandals. And to this day, I cannot unhear that every time I see somebody riding a bike in sandals. I'm like, oh, they don't know. Lord, they don't know the pain that could happen. What was what I believe to be one of the most exciting, oh my gosh, this is going to be like the most glorious, amazing thing to be given to me at Soul and my company, blah, 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 actually turned out to be one of the hardest things that I've endured through pain. I mean, just try to like envision shoving your foot. That's, I mean, maybe you've never had a toenail clean ripped out of the socket, it's not even a socket, clean out of the nail bed, but um, it hurts. And then there's just like nothing where the nail bed is. And then taking that and putting in a spin shoe and then teaching multiple classes per day. It was wild. And I was just like, I, I just endured it because I was like, I am not letting this opportunity be taken from me from this, what I thought to be quote unquote minor injury, uh, probably in hindsight is insane. The insanity of it in hindsight really is. It is something else. Second story. Second time I've fallen down pretty dang bad in my life was I was out on a run. Fast forward. We are in April of 2020. Pretty much like the height of the closed down pandemic. I am down in Hilton Head. And I go out on a run. And... I'm running and I'm running. I'm in my new running shoes. I'm having the best time. This is when I was training for different half marathons, the Seawees half marathon, all this stuff. I'm out I'm running. I'm at about mile eight. So I'm pretty far up the beach. And I get to this, when you're running on the beach in Hilton Head, I don't know if you've ever been there. Or maybe this happens at all beaches, but particularly, I mean, I've been to a lot of beaches. I've never seen this before. There are these like little creeks that basically are either free flowing from whatever down into the ocean. So there's almost like these breaks in the sand when you're running on the actual beach of like these rivers flowing into the ocean. I don't know if it's like what kind of water is, what kind of like I am not, I'm not whatever. I am not one with like whatever the hell it's called, but. I basically was in these new shoes and I'm like, wait, I don't want to run through the water and get like my shoes wet, blah, blah, blah. It was definitely big enough and deep enough that I couldn't just like jump it. And instead of just slowing down, instead of slowing down and just tapering back my run and like stopping my stupid Apple watch or not my Apple watch or just like stopping my whoop or whatever I was calculating myself with and just giving myself a pause, I tried to run around this creek. So I run up and I'm like, oh, the water is like not as bad there. And it's what I thought to be sand. And I jump down and the sand is actually like feet of mud. So I'm like, shit, shit, shit. And you know, I'm in these cool new sneakers that I'm trying to preserve. Spoiler alert, the sneakers get absolutely demolished. So I jumped down in this mud pile. I'm like, shit, shit, shit. I try to jump back up and it's like rocks and I fall like the mud slips out from under me on the rocks, boom, down on my butt, down on my whole arm. 
And I'm like, oh my gosh, this hurts so much. At first, like at first I was like, oh, it's not broken. Okay, great. And I think I was in so much shock. And again, I don't know why I didn't just stop, like just stop. Like, I don't know what in my brain wouldn't let me just stop, just like literally stop fucking running Madison. But I kept going. I was like, okay, I got to make this time. I was like so obsessed with making this perfect time or like, you know, beating whatever time or getting to this point in the longest. I was trying to like PR my miles or something ridiculous looking back. And so I start running and I'm like, gosh, that really hurts. Like I'm a pretty tough cookie and I'm looking, I'm like, the pain is like, really a lot and I look down and there's just like blood everywhere like and then I look at my arm and I'm like ooh, that is that's a lot so I'm sitting on the sand I'm like crying I call Scott he like has to come get the car drive it on the beach come get me like this guy runs over to me he's like are you okay should I call an ambulance and this is like the peak of COVID I'm like no don't call an ambulance because they obviously don't want to go to the hospital And so long story short, my entire arm is totally ripped up. I mean, I still have scars from it and I could very well show pictures. I think if you've been following me for a while, maybe a year now, you remember this. Like it was the craziest, it was the craziest thing. Definitely one of the most craziest injuries I've endured. And for whatever reason, it just never occurred to me to just stop. Like I was so obsessed with the outcome of my run and like trying to PR and trying to like, I was so obsessed with getting to like more miles and like achieving, I mean for what? That I couldn't just stop and take off my shoes and walk across the creek or just be like, okay, like maybe this is your sign to just like chill out or just like, again, stop. Totally different stories, totally different meanings, totally different outcomes, and what I believe lessons to be learned. These like blessings, lessons and blessings, right? I feel like right now I've been bargaining with the universe because of this situation I'm in, given that I feel like it's super unfair, given I did everything right up to this point, and here I am sitting at home quarantined, can't go to my job for 14 days. I can think of, I can let my mind go to the badlands of all the woe is me and like why is this happening to me or I I can just have faith in the fact that this has purpose and maybe the purpose was, and I say this a lot, God always gives the biggest battles to the strongest soldiers and I'm not, you know, giving myself any, like I am a strong soldier, but I ha- feel as though I've endured a shit ton. We all have. And that sometimes just by reframing the thought of like, oh, woe is me. This is happening to me as hard as it is. You know, things don't happen to us. They happen for us. And maybe in some circumstances for the greater good of others or to bring awareness to something beyond yourself because maybe in turn you could actually help someone else. And I know you're probably like, Maddie, but then why the two stories about falling down? Basically, that every time, and I truly believe this, every time we are sent into our life a setback, there is always a massive comeback. By teeing us up this universal setback, however you want to look at it, 
there is always, again, like the, the lessons are the, ble- the lessons are the blessings. There is always a lesson to be learned that makes us better off for having gone through this situation than not having it at all. As crazy and messed up and as wild and as unfair as it is, life on life's terms, 99.9% of the time, I would say we come out on the other side so much stronger and having so much more knowledge and faith in ourselves and our own self-worth and we carry that and that becomes it gets threaded into like the fiber of our being of how we carry ourselves our characteristics and it and it's kind of ingrained into our personal almost DNA and it becomes part of who we are and we carry that with us most of the time I believe for better not for worse but for the betterment of others. Like I can speak to these things now in hindsight, even though they were super awful and I felt like, why is this happening to me? God, like I'm doing all the things right. I'm trying to further my career. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. And it's like, it makes me think a lot of times we bargain, right? Like if, if I could just like, please, like I'll do anything. Like, have you ever been in that position where you're bargaining with God or the universe for, for something because you're in a certain situation that somehow whether you got into it willingly unwillingly whether it was an accident whether whatever but we find ourselves bargaining like if if I if you can just get me through this if I can just get through this like I'll never do whatever again I know I'm not alone in that feeling and those feelings so this week really got me to thinking about how we try to bargain our way out of certain situations that actually might have more purpose behind them even if it's painful in the moment even if it's something that we feel like is not for us why is this happening you know you could ask the million questions why 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 and I often say why isn't an empowering question because it doesn't do anything except focus on the negative of a situation and instead flip it to what can I do to make sure this doesn't happen again and Although the current situation I'm in, there is no rhyme or reason. Sometimes you just have to let go and let God. I don't know why this is happening, right? There, are, there, aren't, there aren't any answers to the why. What can I do to make sure this doesn't happen again? Well, I, I guess my situation could bring a lot more awareness to others in how they are acting, acting and the choices that they are making. And maybe that's, maybe that's why this is happening. There's a bigger purpose behind it. To which right now I don't know, but maybe someday in the future somebody will be like, hey, I switched my thinking because of you or I went and did this because of what you said. You never know the ripple effect of your actions or the ripple effect of certain things that happen to you that you speak upon and share to others. I've said this a hundred million times, but I'll say it again. What's personal is universal. The more we share our experiences, no matter what they are, right here, falling down, getting back up. I guarantee you only a handful of people know that story about the vineyard and how I was in my own personal hell for a week and I just wouldn't, I wouldn't quit or falling down and ripping up your arm and like we all have these little stories that stick with us and how we overcame a certain obstacle or a certain situation in our life that has made us so much better in the end. I mean that Steve Jobs quote tale as old as time we talk about it I've said it a gajillion times you can only connect the dots looking back I can only speak to this now looking back because in the moment it was too painful kind of like this past week 
I was really sad. I was really upset. I was really angry. I was angry with God. Like, why is this happening to me? Why, why am I being punished when I did all the right things? And then, you know, that dissipates. The anger dissipates. But then you start to bargain. I would give anything. I would do anything to not be in this situation. And then you finally find the acceptance of it. I'm in this situation, so what am I going to do with it? And how can I help other people who might be in a similar situation or have a similar story or a similar experience? And I think that, after all, that then becomes there's purpose behind the quote-unquote pain, right? It's purposeful in the sense that if you can help someone else go through something that you might be going through or have gone through in the past, then I believe that's the true why and the true reason that many of us are put on this planet if we just choose to lean in to that. If we choose to lean into these experiences, the negative, and create positive outcomes and positive change through them. I don't know if that makes sense. That's where I'm at today. I was thinking of sometimes I felt pretty down and out and felt like the chips were stacked against me or the universe was just out to get me or God was mad at me and I was mad at God. And it's just really interesting to think about. And I know that this past year has been, it seems never ending. It seems like it's not going to end. Every time I open my Instagram this week, somebody's making a stupid meme about the Delta variant or whatever else is going on. And it's, we're constantly being fed narratives and impending dune and in a world that seems like, gosh, like how, how do we go on? How do I keep keeping on? How do I keep my head above the waves and above all the nonsense and above it all? It seems all encompassing lately. And this is when you get to that stage of like, why me? Why this? How do I make, and you're making these bargains if this doesn't happen, if whenever. And I honestly just feel like my best piece of advice that you can give when in the times you're feeling hopeless or helpless or down and out, or like those odds are stacked against you, the chips aren't in your favor and everything is just not going your way. How can you be of service to others? Even just by creating a 20-minute podcast where one person listening might feel differently and might understand and might say, hey, me too. Hey, that helped me in that moment, in that instant. It's those small incremental things that create those massive waves and the massive ripple effect that do create the change for the betterment of everyone you come in contact with. And so if you're feeling small, if you're feeling insignificant, if you're feeling like the world and everything around you is against you, I want to remind you that no matter how bad it gets, no matter how you fall down, no matter if you scrape up your arm, rip your toenails out or whatever crazy shit this world is going to throw at you, at us, at, at everything and anything in between, there is purpose in the pain. There is another side there is a lesson to be learned and oftentimes those lessons come in the form of blessings. And even though you can't see it in the moment, you will always look back and say, hey, I'm better off for having gone through this, for, for having gained the knowledge, even if it seems like the craziest, why did I have to learn through that experience this way? Wasn't there an easier way that I could have learned this lesson or this experience? I can't tell you how many times I've thought that in my life. And I do know, I do know in my heart of hearts that you are always better off for having gone through it than not at all. I believe sometimes it's just hearing what someone else went through and how it relates to your life. And it makes you feel a lot less alone in this crazy world. 
that we are living in. And sometimes that's all it takes to just feel a 1% better about where you are, where you're going, or what you might be going through in this very moment. Again, what's personal is universal. Everyone can help somebody through some situation in their life just by the similarities in the story, in the thread. That simple, oh my gosh, me too. I felt that too. I went through that too. I can't believe that. I fell down like that too. It is so important that we share our stories because you just never know what someone else is going through and how it could touch them when they need it the most. Maybe this didn't make sense today. (laughs) Maybe it's my COVID brain on day seven. I have no idea. But in the slim chance that it could help one person out there going through something crazy, unexplainable, seemingly unfair, then I feel like my job here is done. Just kidding, because there's going to be a million more stories and a million more experiences and a ton more classes and all the things. And I will continue to share and hopefully bring on awesome guests that inspire y'all beyond the bike. I appreciate all the well wishes and love that I've received this week. Your girl is staying strong. And yeah, if he brings you to it, he'll bring you through it. So until I am out in the real world and until next time, may you always be joyful, loving, and above all else, fearless.